Welcome to a week of Ghosts in the Scene, a very special week. This is Certified Audio Sage for everybody, for all the ghosts that are listening, except for the one uh, included in this show. Please Thank get you. away. Um, I want to welcome back a very special guest. We used to call him The Horse. Um, everyone knows him by his Christian name. Uh, Mark Mark Luffler is back with us at Ghosts in the Scene. Welcome back, Mark. How are you? Uh- um, well, I want to correct you there. Um, I, you don't say how are, how am I? Cause I, I'm not, I'm not really identifying with being, you know, I'm more of the not being used to be, you know, more, more into the past tense. So when you ask me, how, how are you? I want you to ask, how were you? How, how were you? Yes. So for everyone who doesn't know. Mark is now a ghost, a self-identified ghost. Is, is, that, is that right? Am, am I that, saying it right? That is correct. So I just want to explain. Last time I was on the show, I was I was doing pretty pretty messed up stuff. Um, I was tricking poor, innocent ghosts into free healthcare, and then I was poisoning them. I mean, I was going through some tough stuff. Disney had me trapped in the hotel for years. Um, so I was you, going through, you killed an old man. I killed right. an old. I killed an old man. Killed an old man in cold blood. An innocent old man. On but the you know, honestly, fuck that guy. Whatever. But I kept on doing it. Bagged a few ghosts, and it was one caught me and looked me in the eyes, dead in the eyes, and said, "What are you doing?" Why would you do something to, like this? You need to look at yourself. And I thought long and hard about it. I always used to be obsessed with ghosts. I loved ghost stories. I loved, um, you know, just Scooby-Doo. Um, uh, I, I remember as a child, your mom told me this, but your favorite game was Peekaboo. I loved Peekaboo. I loved Peekaboo. I would always watch Scooby-Doo, and I'd root for the ghost. And then I would have a fit when I found out I was just an old man under that ghost costume. Mm-hmm. And I realize that I've always been a ghost. I never like opening doors. I just run straight through. But God or whoever you want to believe, just they made a mistake and they made me alive. But I've always been a ghost on the inside. So wow. for now, you know, this is 2018. It's a progressive time. I am a ghost. Cause wow, whether I'm alive or dead medically, quote right. unquote, is besides the point. Cause I feel dead, and I feel like a ghost, and I, it's really tough because I try to walk around with just sheets on my head, and at work they say we can't see you, and I say that's the point. I'm a ghost. 
and they say, no, you have to take that sheet off your head or you're fired. They don't understand. They you. don't understand. Or they say, stop, you're rattling these chains and it's really distracting in the work environment. And it's just, it's really discriminatory. What, what else is a ghost supposed to do? Um, a lot of haunting. Um, what I do also is like go into people's houses and mm -hmm. I kind of, I pop out and go, Ooh, and that's also very tough. There's several warrants out against yeah, me. Yeah, that's breaking and entering. If you're, a, if you're a, a live person, that's the problem when you identify as a ghost and, but you have a human body, Mark, is that they'll, they'll file charges on your human body. Tell me about it. I mean, luckily I've contacted the ACLU saying, I'm a ghost. This is what ACL L boo. ACL boo. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, and it's wow. tough. And I, you know, I have a lot I, of. Yeah. I accept of, you. Thank you. I I appreciate that. I mean, I I'm dead. I, I'm a ghost. Like, this is who I am. I see you that way, and. I've seen you that way for a while. In, 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 in fact, we, we've talked about you being a ghost for a while, and, and we've been prepping you know, the, the listeners for this moment, for your return, because you know, it, it takes a while for you to be comfortable to live in your own non-skin. And I'm, I'm glad that you're finally able to shed your, your mortal being and, and kind of come and show your ghostly side to the world. Thank you so much, Mark. No, and I mean, it... This is the first time on live broadcast entertainment since Danny Phantom that someone has come out as Ghost. He's a phantom. Ever. So it's pretty, you know, triumphant day. First live action since Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. It's groundbreaking stuff. Groundbreaking stuff. Welcome back. It, it feels it feels good to have you back in the fold. It feels good to have you in living your truth more than anything. And yes. you know, to all the haters out there, guys, if, if you don't understand that somebody can be a ghost, think about past lives. Think about think about who we are, you know, a thousand years ago and how you can have memories, you know, being a World War II fighter pilot and all that kind of stuff. And and then you know, really wrap your head around that and then then look at what Mark is talking about. It's not even that more complicated. He's not even talking about having a past life. He's just talking about being a ghost on the inside. And so it's it's very simple. It's it's, it's a really simple fun. concept. I, I wish that you know the world was smart enough and, and more and open enough to accept you the way that you are. But everybody here at Ghost in the Scene, we accept you. Thank you. And I mean, I just want to say and I understand because I was there too, but your show has a lot of atoning to do. I mean, there's a lot of anti-ghost rhetoric, um, some derogatory ghost slurs you use on the show. And I feel like, for the most part, us on this podcast have kind of put ghosts in a poor light. And as a ghost or ghost-identifying person, I kind of want to set the record straight and give, you know show things from a different perspective from the ghost perspective did you wow. even ask them why they're in these movies what the fuck mark what the fuck are you talking about because we've been uncovering truths okay excuse me now 
now you're getting on your high horse. I understand that you want to preach and, and, and you want to go ahead and share your new truth. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make all of our work false. Okay? I'm not saying it's false, but it's misguided. And you're oh. it's slanted. It's slanted. Oh, just like oh. the rest of the anti-ghost media. It's okay. Wow. You know, you have somebody are arguing, you know, uh, emotionally versus science. We are hard-bitten scientists. We measure, we calculate, we do math here at Ghost in the Scene. And so math is not anti-ghost. It, it just is the, the facts. The facts are the facts. We're not saying the ghosts are there, you know, we're not, we're just pointing them out. Okay. We never said bad ghost. We just say ghost. I, there's been times where you have said bad ghost. There, have been, there have been times when I have, okay. Okay. I'll concede on that. I have said bad ghost probably a couple times on this podcast, but that's not, that's not the whole, and that's not all of our, our, our research. Cause we do vampire research. We do werewolf research. Yeah, oh, fuck vampires. Well, uh, of course, fuck vampires. But I mean, you know, so you, you, you're painting with a very broad brush. You, you know, and, and all of our ghost research, I say, is still valid. But if, if you want to come at w with a positive, I mean. That's what I want to say. Like, fine. I want to I celebrate these ghosts for expressing themselves in motion pictures. <sighs> it's like, going to, this is going to be such a hard hard transition for me because i i i am such an adamant anti-ghoster I, I i started this we started the successful hashtag say no to ghosts and and here you are you know one of the founding members of that hashtag and you've come back as a ghost and and you're saying that ghosts should be in hollywood movies yes and i know it's tough i was denying myself i loved I used to just, after recording a podcast, I'd put the sheet on and I'd run around and just make, ooh, I, I would just, I'd have to let it out, let my true self out. And sometimes I would get erect and I just, it was just so pent up and I couldn't, I just really want to make it right. Cause I have a lot of ghost friends, Jacob Marley, Abraham Lincoln, you know, is Jacob Marley Bob Marley's cousin or friend, un unrelated? Yeah, you know, Christmas Carol, the Bob Marley's brother comes and visits Scrooge. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I this is a lot to take in. This is I a, agree. a lot to take in, Mark, because you're basically you've taken our entire mythos mm -hmm. and 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 put a giant question mark at the end of it. Right? Mm -hmm. Ghosts are in Hollywood. Ghosts love question marks. A question mark kind of looks like a ghost if, if you look at it from a certain light. Exactly. But ghosts are in Hollywood. We've, we've you know, pointed that out. We've pointed out Disney. We've pointed out, you know, the Warner Brothers. And all of their pumping in ghosts into our, into our heads you know, as a possession. I'm only going to say this one time. And I, I don't want you. I don't want to get offended. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm -hmm. Mark. Yeah. Are you possessed? I'm not possessed. Okay, that's something somebody possessed would say. Are you? Are you? 
unpossessed? Are you not unpossessed? I am not unpossessed. I'm free thinking. I I love ghosts. I I like walking in the graveyard. My favorite color is white. This sounds uh, like something a ghost. Oh my god. Okay. I'm, so, I'm not possessed. You would know if I was possessed. I went down the checklist of of is is this person possessed? And I asked you a question and you answered the question and it matched. So yes. At, on paper, this thing's saying you're possessed. I'm not possessed. Not at all. I, be I believe you. I, I, can, I see your eyes, the clarity in your eyes. You've never looked better. That's, that's one thing that our podcasters I'm won't... you glowing, right? You're glowing like a ghost. Like a ghost. It's interesting. Once you, once you really kind of take on the, you know, the kind of aspects of a ghost, you do look a lot prettier. And so I, I, that's the one thing the podcasters can't see. So I, I don't know if it's working for you. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not going to take this away from you. I'm not going to say it's bad. It's good. We're just going to have to because, like I said, we're scientists. We're going to need to do some more research on this. So I, I'm glad to have you back to have your perspective because there's a lot that we need to hash through. Thank you. Um, because I think you can agree with me, Mark that not all ghosts are good, right? I mean, there's good and bad people, but there's a stereotype like, oh, I don't want my house haunted, and you should be like, hooray, a new friend. Like, right. the, take the classic movie, The Poltergeist. Friends who want to have a sleepover. That's all it's about. It's about friends. They're like just trying to say hi. Like and they get a little angry because they keep on screaming when, they, when they're when they trying to say hi and trying to play. That's so all it's about. Like the TV show Friends. Yeah, it's a, it was basically like, yeah, it's the same thing. Okay, I mean, sure. I could see how Ross and, and Rachel and, and Chandler and Joey and Phoebe and uh, Win Winslow and all those guys from the Friends TV show, if, if, if they were to come over as ghosts, and that would be fine. But what I'm saying is that sometimes you get negative ghosts, bad, bad ghosts, people, you know, that in their lives were evil, you know, um, bank robbers, you know, people that under tip, people that run red lights and kill people. They, you know, they run over people, eat babies. Okay, there are cannibals in this world that will eat a, a baby whole. Yeah. And they're bad ghosts. They turn into bad well, ghosts. Why shouldn't a ghost have a baby? Well, it's it's not that the ghost has a baby. It's just that the, it's the ghost of the person that ate a baby becomes a bad ghost. Well, maybe he wanted a baby when he died. I What's her, I don't I don't see the problem with that, Geo. I think that your morality is clouded now that you're a ghost. You don't understand that life and death has value. Uh, you can't eat a baby e because you want that baby. So you're saying once you die, you're just supposed to not, you know, let go of all the things you love and all the connection? So no, you can I, do I, that. I don't understand what you're saying. Like... Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that if you're a, if if you as a person 
eat a baby. Yeah. You end up being a bad ghost. You become no. a bad ghost, not a good ghost. <laughs> because then when you die, you can take care of that baby forever. But that's not why you ate the baby. You didn't eat the baby to take care of the baby. Maybe you did. You created... <laughs> maybe, but I mean... But my my guess is that most people that eat babies eat it because they taste good. I don't I don't know. Probably because it tastes good. Or maybe they want a ghost baby. So just think about it. But they're turning babies into ghosts before they're even people. That's great. I think babies should be ghosts. We need more representation. Mark, you know. I think you as a ghost, you just have a different view of, of, of life and death now. I do. It's just, you know, it's just passing over. And let me tell you, the ghost side is a lot better. So much better. You're, you're, <laughs> this sounds like you're advocating death. It, like, I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. It's really great. Like, I don't know. Fucking doors fuck doors you just go right through the wall like so, oh i want some water like i'm gonna go like to the bathroom right now ready oh fuck oh fuck fuck you just went through the door sometimes i'm still learning and usually i can do it but oh, you just went right through that door it just it didn't work it's okay well but, if, I, I i understand the premise i i, I get what you're saying I, I don't understand the morality of, of ghosts yet, but maybe this is something that you could kind of walk us through because we're not ghosts. We've never been ghosts. Um, you seem to have a lock on this, so so we can get your expert opinion. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Um, let's not push this further. I, I think this is a debate that I think we can involve Rob in uh, because I think he'd be the voice of reason. Right now it's just you know two people yelling at each other and i think i feel like if we brought him in he might be able to kind of choose the right side mm -hmm. um i mean i think rob i mean i've been i've noticed this for years i think he's in the closet but i think rob feels the same way as he is a ghost on the inside i mean he was, he's always wearing those white shirts and he, he does always, like yeah. he sneaks up on you he says boo a lot he says it's just a joke but you know, one too many times. Is it really a joke, Rob, or is this yeah. what you want to do? He whispers it in the back of your ear. It's kind of kind of scary. Okay, scary? well, we'll have this debate at, at another date. But uh, until then, nice. that was a sick rhyme. Thank you. <laughs> I've, I've been working on my beats. Like Drake. <laughs> like Drake. So let's get to the matter at hand, guys. Um, we talked about Vanessa Hudgens last week and about how she is a ghost believer. Um, she went on and just flat out said she believes in ghosts. She believes in spirits. She believes in demons, you know, and everything. So she's on your side. She is an ally to you, Mark. That's good. It's, you know, Vanessa Hudgens in the ghost community is just really celebrated. They loved high school musical. Mm -hmm. um, ghost school musical is what they called it. The Ghost school. Yeah, no, it's just it's an allegory for, you know, ghosts in schools in the public school system mm -hmm. so i love vanessa hudgens so i i just kind of wanted to uh take us all all the way back to one of her uh, first feature films mm -hmm. um 
outside of uh, High School Musical, outside of the Disney, because she was, was so involved in Disney that uh, she she broke out and she made a movie. Mm-hmm. And so this is a movie that I wanted to visit. I've been wanting to talk, to talk about this literally for years. I think this might have been the reason why Ghost in the Scene first formed um, was over the studying and the analyzation of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little movie that I like to call um, and is titled Band Slam. Uh, have you have you heard about? I mean, you've seen this movie. Oh, right? I've seen Band Slam. I mean, besides Paranormal, I love rock and roll, and I don't know a rocker worth their weight in guitars who hasn't seen Band Slam. That's right. It, it's basically the Holy Bible, according to rock. Yeah, know? Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page loved it. Robert Plant yeah, has a quote saying, um, let me read it. This is the best fucking movie that I've ever seen, uh, period. Period. Uh, wow. That's a very powerful statement from Robert Plant. I mean, they just nailed it. The rock and roll lifestyle, um, you know, and that's what's kind of about. Like, these are how these rock bands form. They go to a high school and just rock bands are everything. They have a, you know, a big competition and, you know, it's a lot of trumpets. There needs to be a manager and, um, yeah, let, let me just kind of quickly tell you guys what, what this uh, movie is about. So, uh, this is the IMDB, uh, blurb, a new kid in town assembles a fledgling rock band together. They achieve their dreams and compete against the best in the biggest event of the year, a battle of the bands. So this has um, all the kind of like uh, trappings of a Hollywood blockbuster, okay? Teen drama, um, music, uh, fun, you know, there's fun to be had. There's kids who play the bass. There's, you know, um, and, and here's what, why I wanted to bring this up. There's even the rock icon, David Bowie, is in this movie. Really? And this is actually David Bowie's last feature film that he made before he died. Mm. So you could see, I mean, I, I'm not saying that you could see the death of David Bowie in this movie, but there's definitely a feeling that he is like touching the veil between life and death in this movie. You can kind of see it. Yeah. And I mean, there's people don't talk about it, but in the early. 90s late 80s david bowie went through this whole haunted period where he was just releasing spooky soundtracks and the thing that was really interesting is he was doing it all acapella a lot of people get like you know stock sound effects but bowie for those spooky soundtracks for those albums mm-hmm. it was just Ooh, here's the rain. <laughs> Which I've been trying to do it, so look out for my acapella uh, spooky soundtrack. That's some scary, some scary stuff, but it's <sighs> well done. Very well done sound sound effects. I, I like that stuff. So um, this movie uh, is is about a band, right? And we talk about music and we talk about all that stuff in in all of our regular episodes. And what we usually say is that a band is a group of people that get together. And they make music. Uh, music is spell, right? That's the same. Basically, 
if you switch around the letters in music, you'd basically get the word spell. Yeah, the, all the letters are there. There, if you, it's all there. If, if I think spell, it, yeah, it's either that or incantation. Incantation. Music and incantation have the exact same amount of letters and spelling if you just switch them around. That's so, so okay. Think about that, right? This is a group of people that make music. Basically, they make spells. So instead of thinking of it as a band, think of it as a group of witches, a group of magicians, right? Mm -hmm. And also David Bowie. Yes. He is a magician. He is a, a spell creator. He makes spells. That's his whole life. So we have the main character of this movie going around trying to get David Bowie to listen to his music, trying to get David Bowie to follow his spells because he's a he's a new magician. He's making new magic and he wants the, you know, the big magician on top to recognize his work. So he finds a so, and this is of course if you watch the movie this is what happens. He finds a group of of magicians. He listens to their magic. He says, "Wow, that's some good magic." Mm -hmm. And says, "Can I can I manage you? Can I cultivate your magic?" And they agree. So he takes bits and pieces, right? He picks people. He, he takes a new drummer, uh, a cello player. He picks up people from all over the school and creates a like basically like the most powerful spell possible. And it is in the form of a ska ballad called I, I Will Do Anything or uh, Everything I Own. You remember this song, Mark? I remember it very well. It was everything I own. Yes. I will give everything I own. Give up my life, my heart, my home. So this song is about giving up all of your things to have one thing. And in layman's terms, that is basically kind of like a deal with a devil, right? She's making a deal with the devil and giving everything she has for a single thing. And what is what is that single thing? Right? It is to own a person. Ghost semen. A ghost based exactly. Just that. She wants ghosts come. But whose whose ghost come? I mean, as a young trans ghost, I always just would like to think it was my cum. You're, you're full of cum. Full of mm -hmm. ghost cum, I'm sure. But that's, I mean, how I watched it. I mean, maybe other people got a different... Yeah, I, I don't think Vanessa was talking about you, Mark. I'm really sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I mean, I've always been a big Hudgensons fan. I'm a Hudgehead, which some of us call yeah. ourselves. I, you call yourself uh, Hudgehogs. Hudgehogs, yes, exactly. High School Musical, seen it. Yeah. Of course. Spring Breakers. Love it. Ready for a quiz at any ready, moment. Ready. So the Hudge heads out there, um, mm -hmm. they know that you are not the subject of, of this movie. It is obviously she wants Probably not. she wants the ghost come of, of somebody else who's a ghost now. And like Ooh. you said, this is somebody who had been a ghost for a number of years in the 80s. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about David Bowie. David Bowie, yes, he was. He went through that whole experience. 
he became a ghost professionally, mm-hmm. a lot like you. Yeah. Um, it, it took the limelight for him to kind of take a look in the mirror and to see without the shadows mm-hmm. just how truly ghostly he looked, just kind of how you look. He, he was glowing all the time. Yeah. And so he became a ghost and then he, you know, went through other personas and put on makeup and, you know, stopped looking so much like a ghost all the time. But Vanessa Hudgens still wanted some, some of that, that slick ghost come that he had because mm-hmm. he has it on reserve. You know, um, I think this is something about um, the ghost physiology, but you guys produce an inordinate amount of semen. Oh, like man. way more than the average person, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's white and we're white, so it's it works. It works. All that cum has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so most most of the time it's ectoplasm. Like if you guys have watched the movie Ghostbusters, you know, Slimer and all that stuff, that's that's green cum. Slimer it just has chlamydia. Mm-hmm. And I'm another not sure people know that. And another connection, when I started joining um, ghost chat rooms and I got more in the community, the stuff they serve on your popcorn is actual ghost semen. I mean, we have so much of it that we just sell it to movie theaters, and that's what they they put on your popcorn. What? Yeah, so be careful. I mean, it, I, it's, it will probably be good for you. I mean, but... I mean, you know, that it, it immunizes people. It's probably good for you. Yeah. You, you know... I think you're right, Mark. We're really going to have to have a a very deep conversation, you, me, and Rob, about what is good and what is bad um, as far as ghosts are concerned now because you're opening up an avenue where, you know, I, I guess you're just kind of showing how how much we are exposed to ghosts and how we're fine. We're fine. Because, I mean, I used to drink that stuff by the gallon when I when I worked at a movie theater. That that butter popcorn and I, I thought it just tasted like butter. I, it was just it just tasted good. Put some ice cubes in it and it was delicious. And you're saying that's ghost cum. Yeah, that's what you've been drinking. And so you've had that all inside of you all along. I could see why Vanessa Hudgens would give up everything that she owned just yeah. for a little bit of of, of uh, David Bowie's because mm-hmm. I'm I sure mean, his is extra sweet, like a pineapple. Yeah, you know, I mean, David Bowie had that famous song, you know. I'm gonna change into a ghost. It's scary. I'm a big scary ghost. I mean, he has a whole album called Scary Monsters. And that's all about him morphing really... in, yeah, morphing into different kinds of scary monsters. Yeah, it's you know about him the being wolf a ghost. Man. Totally. Yeah. So she gives up everything she owns um just for David Bowie. But let's talk about how David Bowie is a ghost now, right? This all happened in 2009. Yeah. So just quickly look at the n- uh, number nine. Flip that nine over, and that's a six. Seven. Well. Can we if, check our, cal- our calculators on that? Yeah, go ahead and check your calculator. Um, if you flip over that nine, that's, that's a six. Oh. Uh... <laughs> It's, Maybe my calculator is a little broken, but I'm getting a seven. Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, th- this is this is the kind of thing. Um, is agree to disagree. I'm sorry. <laughs> is is your calculator set to scientific or is it uh, set to ghostly? Um, I just uh, because I'm I'm using the scientific. 
Uh, calculator. That's probably You're it. using the ghost calculator, Mark. Ghost calculator. And just I have the font set as Comic Sans. And... Oh, and so it looks that way. Well, it's absolutely a six for everybody out there. A nine. Do you have some, empir and... Do you have some empirical research to back that up? I wish I did. I wish there was some kind of paper I could, I could point to 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 prove that an upside down six is is a nine, an upside down nine is a six. I don't have the the, the proof, the evidence. Do you guys I fact checkers on the show? I mean, that's something you might want to look into. We have fact checkers. We have people on the scene. Um, the street team, right? The street team, yeah. Marco Rubio. How are they doing? Uh, Kasich, I mean, all you know, everybody, they're all doing good. Um, Jeb Bush is on the is on the team. They're all doing great, but they don't they don't get paid to do this kind of work. They they get paid to fact check us on on bigger kind of things. So um, you know, on you know, pi, the number pi, um, I'm I'm having them write down the number pi for me. That's um, important to, to, because I, I want to use it later on because pi is three point one four. Right? Yeah. Four minus one is three. That's three point three. That's so if uh I'm not, I'm not sure if you've been following our podcast, Mark, and, and our the arc of the show since you've been going through your ghost transition. Yeah, I've just been in graveyards and you know yeah. going into a lot of people's houses and shaking things up. I understand. Yeah. But um we have found actually a lot of different things. Um relating to the universe and to the existence of math equations throughout time and space. Um, so real quick, let me just kind of fill you in. The equation to love is three. Yeah, like right? three, six, nine. Yes, three, six, nine. Because the threes are the boobs, and then the six would be one person with a mouth and, and into their and butt. Then, and then nine, exactly, the six, nine. So 3.3 .3 is the equation to love. Um, so the last words that George H.W. Bush ever said was, I love you, which is 3.3. .3. So he was saying 3.3 .3 as a final goodbye. So it was a warning. So we've been following I mean, all of this. It's not a final goodbye. I talk to George a lot. Me and the other ghosts have welcomed him with open arms. Wow, it's a new beginning. Wow, yeah, we're I'm, we're really gonna have to to switch up the way that we talk about ghosts on this show. I know. I'm just I'm trying to watch your language here. It's really hard. Thank you, thank you, uh, uh, ghost police. I appreciate it, and I actually do appreciate it because it, it's gonna be hard to kind of contextualize where we go from here because we used to be such an anti-ghost show. Thank you. I'm glad you've admitted it, and now that you're willing to do the work. And come to terms. That's huge. That is huge. And I will say it couldn't come at a better time because uh, we are just preparing for the second annual Caspers. And it's going to be really positive this year if we could just kind of go um, with a new set of rules and we can kind of um, start fresh, start new. Because mm -hmm. last year, you know, we went really hard against the Oscars because they were um, accepting of all the ghosts in their show. Yeah. And we said that it was the only ghost-free show. And so if you're going to be involved in that, 
we're gonna have to amend that a little bit have to change it i think we should celebrate and i mean what i could do i mean i can give me a short list of what ghost you would like to host the caspers anybody you want kurt cobain i got kurt cobain could host the caspers wow you want um humphrey bogart i get a little humphrey Little Humphrey would be good. Get a little hosting. Bogart. Yeah, you know, host of the Caspers. And I mean, there's a lot of ghosts do a lot of hard work on these films. And that's what I would like to see the Caspers to celebrate just all the you get like the, Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul McCartney could sing a song. Boobla um, Boo Oobla B. Or the is it Boo Boobla? Boobla Do? <laughs> Boob, uh, well, boobs are the things that ladies have, but that's not important right now. Booze, what ghosts say. Booze are what ghosts do. Boobs, yeah, boo. Are what ghost ladies have. Yeah, boo is boo or ooh. Right. That's the other thing. P- people don't realize that you can take out the b and just mm-hmm. use ooh. ooh. Right? Yeah, I mean. It's kind of what you prefer. I've been doing more of a because that's the most effective when I'm in someone's house and I'm doing that and I'm wearing my sheet. They're going to be scared. That gets them in, in, you know, on the floor ready to dance. So uh, let's kind of uh, call it there. Let's, Let's have a little short one. I just wanted to have a quick conversation with you just to kind of reorient ourselves. Yes. This, uh, changes everything about the, the history of, of where our, our show is going. We were on a crash course, um, almost a kamikaze mission towards the truth. We were torpedoing um, towards this grand conspiracy mm-hmm. where um, you know they were, there was a ghost army. And, and, and when we provide you with all of our information, I, I, I just want to show you what we, what we have. And if you can prove to us that everything is is okay and above the board and, you know, maybe that the ghost armies aren't coming to kill us all, then I, I believe you. You know, I, I will accept it. I can't but confirm or deny that. But just know that we've we've uncovered some uh, under some rocks, some very dastardly plans um, based in the White House. Okay. And this is, you know, going all the way back to the colonial, you know, 1776, you know, battles. This is old stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, ghosts are involved. And that, uh, I, I'm glad they were involved. That's very progressive of them at that time. Well, I'm just, my concern is that these ghosts have been laying these plans for 200 plus years. See, that sounds a little bigoted to me. Why are you concerned? <laughs> I just don't know what they're up to, Mark. I just don't know, and I'm scared. It's not... You know, that's what someone <laughs> with friends would say. I'm scared because I don't understand. I'm scared because I don't know. It's I'm okay just... not to know. They're amassing an army. I don't... It's an army. They're... It's a militia. They have weapons. They're arming themselves for something, Mark. That's, that's amazing. They're exercising their right to the Constitution. I can't believe, I cannot believe that I have to sit here and and listen to this. Mark, I, I don't know how, how to explain this to you since you're a ghost and you're on their side now, but not all ghosts are, are good 
And just because you have a lot of friends that are ghosts that are nice to you, Mark, they're not all good. They're not all on your side. Well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. <laughs> but, you know, I got to go rattle some chains. <laughs> okay, well, uh, um, be safe. Uh, make sure you don't, uh, you know, you're still a person. You still have body that you have to deal with. I, I know that you don't like to admit it, but you do. So make sure you feed yourself, um, you know, do all that, you know, uh, normal stuff that you have to do, the maintenance, because we want your body back here in the studio. We want to talk to the ghost in this scene. Um, I, I, in fact, I think you might be the title. You might be the ghost in the scene. That's it's an honor. I, we, great to set the record straight and get you guys on track. Wow. Well, uh, until next time, when we have uh, Rob back. Uh, stay in the scene, guys. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, keep your eyes on the screen. Uh. <laughs> Bye.